Okay, well, well, we're going to receive the tithes and offerings, so you can be seated. So, um, I'm just going to go to Psalm 112 again. And I'm going to read it out of the King James. And it says, Praise ye the Lord. And that's just what we've been doing. Blessed. Blessed. That. it blessed blessed in so many areas okay this is a new era folks we're in a, in a new kind of an era and it, it's requiring us to go to a higher level and there's things in our life God may be dealing with us and there's turmoil sometimes and you think what's going on and and you feel bad or you feel like what 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 is this that's I mean I, I've experienced it but God is trying to pull you up to a higher standard and a higher level and, and it requires being very faithful to God faithful to the church this is not the time to be skipping <laughs> and I'm not saying that just so people come in I no, I absolutely mean for the welfare of people because of the times and what's going on. So you are blessed is the man that fears the Lord, that reverences the Lord, that delights in the Lord. You literally delight in the Lord and it's not just some fake thing that you do. Oh, let's raise our hands, let's do the, it, it's real. It's real from the heart. You delight in God. What if, you know, I've run into some situations where uh, recently, and it was just like, okay, God, if my whole family abandons me, I don't care. And I was crying, and I went like this, and I said, I don't care. <laughs> And it's got to get to that point where you actually, you say, God, I'm yours. I don't care. You've been with me all this time. And the whole kit and caboodles, gone, they're gone. <laughs> You're first in my life. <laughs> and you have to get to that point where you say that. And then, you know what? God will start working on it. <laughs> also, because you're tying his hands when you're trying to do it. Okay, so I've blessed, I'm not going to preach too long because my husband's going to preach. <laughs> blessed is the man that delights in the Lord, that delights greatly in his commands and really puts him first place in the life and not a fake thing. His seed, your children, your any kind of seed.
that you plant in any kind of a way shall be mighty upon the earth, even if they don't look mighty right now. And the generation of the upright, you're the upright. And the upright, you're the upright, but you're the generation under you, or they will, they will be blessed. And you'll see it come to pass. Now it says, wealth and riches shall be in your house. Wealth and riches shall be in your house. If you just keep following the Lord and keep doing what you're supposed to do and keep going to a higher level, wealth and riches honestly come to you without you even trying. And it's not getting five jobs. It's not even getting two jobs. It's doing the plan of God for your life. I'm telling you, that plan of God is what he had ordained for you from the foundations of the world, and you have to follow it. And if you don't follow it, you're off the path. And it looks like a, a primrose path, and at the end of it is death. But, you know, he can. The, it even says in Ephesians 6, the devil paves a, a pretty road, makes a nice pavement, and, you know, looks trees and beauty, and all of a sudden, I even had a dream like that once. And at the end of it, there's a, there's a, a, a picture of that that they give out um, for just uh, witnessing, I think. And it shows how this beautiful path and there's riches and all this. But, I mean, you will have riches from God, true riches. And, and at the end of it, they're all going, oh, look, let's keep running. And they fall right into hell, into the abyss of fire. <laughs> and, you know, just, you know what, make him real. Make God real in your life. And try go up go up to a higher place. But wealth and riches will be in your house, and your righteousness will endure forever. Because if you're born again, then you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Unto the upright, the upright, there arises light in the darkness. Maybe there's a dark area in your life you don't know what to do. It's like going down a basement that's black, pitch black, and the lights are out. <laughs> and you, you stumble and you fall. You might fall down the steps and break your leg. What I mean is it's a, that dark path is the dangerous path. But you've got to put God first. He's above everything. Above your husband, your wife, your children. And let me put money up there, way up there. Because <laughs> you'll get money without it. But he is above that. And when you put him above that, then things start to happen. Um, he is gracious. He is full of compassion. He is and righteous. <laughs> I, I put by faith laugh. <laughs> I wrote next to that scripture, by faith laugh. It's okay. A good man shows favor and lends. He guides his affairs with discretion, with moral uprightness. And surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. Everlasting remembrance. 
God won't forget you. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. You might hear some evil tidings. Somebody was in a car accident. Somebody was, uh, you know, something, this is going on. Uh, whatever is happening, you know, you're broke. I don't know. You're, uh, <laughs> your spouse is going out with somebody else. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, but there's evil tidings. Those evil tidings will come and then that's when the rubber meets the road and that's when you have to be strong in the Lord and if you're built up and strong in the Lord first of all then you'll be able to counteract that I mean you'll be able to move out of it and not fall apart <laughs> you might fall apart for a little while but that's okay God will be there but not very long <laughs> okay so don't be afraid of evil tidings. There's a lot of evil tidings. That, it, that can be a diagnosis from a doctor. It doesn't make any difference. You know what? Whose report will you believe? Okay. Uh, his heart is fixed. You got to have a fixed heart toward God. It's absolutely fixed. You can't move it. It's cemented in. <laughs> to the Lord and you trust in the Lord with all your heart. That reminds me of Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding and what you see, what the world tells you, what a doctor tells you, what pain you have, uh, what's going on, you know, what your finances look like. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding because it's usually head knowledge. In all your ways, say, God, what should I do? Acknowledge him and you know what? He'll direct your path. And see, that's the beauty of praying in tongues. And we need to pray in tongues more and more and more so that we're led and guided by the Holy Spirit. Okay, your heart is is established it's it's fixed yes he shall not be afraid until he sees his desire on his enemies he has dispersed he has dispersed now i tell you what even if you have just a little to give honestly if if you're not tithing though many it says last Sunday but uh, I don't want to take too long here but when you're when you're tithing when you have to obey what the word says and that's trusting in the Lord and most people don't trust that well I just can't give that yeah. try it it works and you know what more abundance comes see then all these promises in here can come to pass there's certain things about it and walking in love is huge too he has dispersed he has given to the poor uh, I keep losing track of where I'm at he has dispersed he has given to the poor his righteousness endures forever and his horn or his strength shall be exalted with honor your strength the strength even in your body the strength in your mind the strength 
and it'll be exalted with honor and with long life he'll satisfy you and show you his salvation he will just just put him first and you know what there's people and I, the wicked man it says here but sometimes I it shall see it and be grieved and will gnash with his teeth and many times that's even people that you've known and they said, well, how come they're getting that? And I'm not. <laughs> That's jealousy. <laughs> That's envy. And see, don't be criticizing people for where they're at. My God, God created the universe. He created everything. <sighs> and he came to live in us when we ask him to come in our hearts. That's huge. He's like a big deal. But can't. <laughs> I mean, you just, and you know, even, even in Ephesians 6, one day I was reading, you know, I was reading, put on the whole armor of God, and I went, all of a sudden I went, oh my gosh, it's the armor of God, the creator of the universe, <laughs> the armor of God himself, God, <laughs> who knows all things, who, who has lived forever. And sometimes you just have to meditate on those things and just know what a great, great God he is and that he's living inside of you and that he's given you everything that pertains to life and to godliness. How? In the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him. And see, when even when you come into the atmosphere of the church, you can watch online, but you're, the anointing, you're getting the, the, uh, the corporate anointing here because the, all these people are anointed because they're born again. And so there's a fullness of anointing. But you don't get that when you just watch online. This, this is all true. And it's not, we're not we're just playing games or playing religion. or This is real. The wicked shall see it and be grieved and gnash with his teeth and melt away. Bye. <laughs> And the desire of the wicked shall perish. But sometimes we just need to ask ourselves, what, where are we at? Would we give up everything for him? And when you do that, you get the rest. <laughs> then God works. Well, let's pray over it. And um, thank you, Father. Well, we'll pray over it, and then you. <laughs> Sorry, I always forget the end of part. Thank you, Father God, for for in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you told us what to do in your word, Lord, and we're going to follow it and follow through no matter what. We thank you, Father, that you said you are our God and that you supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Father, Father we're not going to stay on the little part of glory way down here, but we're going to rise up from glory to glory to glory to glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Heaven. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, I heard something from Brother Copeland's tape. Oh, no, it was Keith Moore. Did you know Brother, uh, pa 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 Pastor, uh, uh, Pastor, President Donald Trump's anointed? Amen. What does it say in Isaiah 10, 27? 
put that up in the King James. You can sit down if you guys want to. But you can stand up if you want to too. Praise God. You know, however it's comfortable for you. But put up Isaiah 10, 27. <clears throat> Glory to God. That just about let me jump up and down, I tell you. Because look what's happening here. And it shall come to pass in the last day that his burden shall be taken off our, 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 from your shoulders. Who puts that on our shoulders? What's John 10, 10 say? Good for you. Look at that. Off your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The anointing is going to destroy that mess in, in, in Washington. Anointing, because he is anointed. He's born again and he's spirit filled. And he's anointed. And so what's going on in there will be destroyed by President Donald Trump. I about jumped up and down and did a bat. Well, I couldn't do a double flat. Sanya, quit laughing at me. Set, quit laughing at me, Sanya. <laughs> All right. Let's just shake up the devil. This is my Bible. Come on, raise it up. Come on. You got strong enough to do it. Got strong enough to pick up the food in your plate. You sure can do this. This is my Bible. Say it. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can. Can you have what you say? Oh, my good gracious. Oh, my gosh. I can be what it says I can be. Today, we will be taught the Word of God. We open our spirits and yield all that has had for us. Therefore, we won't leave here like we came in Jesus' name. Now, now say this. My spirit is fed. fed. My faith gets stronger. And we learn to be an overcomer. Your spirit needs to hear that. Your spirit needs to hear that. Yes, Why does it say in Proverbs 4.20, Attend to my words, incline your ears to my saying, Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life and health that find them, that find them, that find them, and yeah. eat yeah. your flesh. But then, you know what it says at 4.23? Protect your spirit, for out of it flows the issues of life. Too many people are drubbing in their spirit. Because they've let it falter. It says in Proverbs, I've said these, but I'm going to say them again. Proverbs 15, 4. The wholesome tongue's a tree of life, but perverseness there's a breach in the spirit. All you have to remember, the world was out form and void, and the spirit hovered and couldn't do a thing till God spoke the Amen. word. Light, thank God, he didn't say light, dark be. Yeah, he didn't say dark be. He said light be. See, why does Isaiah 55, 11 say, The word that goeth forth in your mouth shall not return void, but shall accomplish the thing which you send it, and prosper in the thing which you please. Yep. What, are, what word do you know in, 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 in uh, healings? Do you know prosperity healing? Do you know any, any scriptures? Do you? Yes. We need to know these, church. Yes, I know Debbie knows uh, Psalms 107, verse 20. I know she does. Who's the word? Jesus. Right here. 
What does it say in John 1, 14? He became flesh and dwelt among us. He showed us that we can have heaven, like the pastor said, we can have heaven on earth Amen. through this Amen. word right here. Amen. If you'll get into it. But if you don't get into it, you're lost. Let's, let's, let's list the word, okay? He's the vine, and we're the branch. I always say, what happens in the fall, pretty soon when the, when the, when it falls, the stick falls on the ground? It dies. He that wanders out of the way of understanding remains in the congregation of the dead. You've got to know what the Word of God. That's why burden removing, yoke destroying, we are destroying the works of the devil by the Word of God only. Not your complaining, not your griping, like it says in number 13. God told him to go take Canaanites and, and the parents and all that. And they said, yes. But Joshua and Caleb was the only one that listened. They went there, and they carried grapes on their staves. I mean, it was huge. They saw giants, Anakins. That's what we're doing, too. Too many giants are in our life, and we're bound to. What did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego do? They stood up, and six million bowed their knee. That's where a lot of Christians are at. That's why it says in Hosea 4, 6, my children are destroyed from lack of knowledge because they don't know. See, it's okay to think here and sit here and everything, but if you get cancer and they say you're going to die, what's going to come out of your mouth? Uh How much word do you know with with, with the word of God and your your healings? See, Jesus is the high priest of our confession. It says that right in Hebrews 3, 1. But he hears all the word of God and I'm going to just probably knock some people but it's only with tongues only with tongues and the word that's all God can hear not your con- he's the high priest of a confession see that's why it says in 1 Corinthians 14 2 when you pray in tongues you don't pray to man but you pray direct to the father oh come on you pray direct to Sherry your scripture Jeremiah 33 3 Call me, call me, and mighty things. Glory to God. I mean, we have it all, I'll tell you that. Now, I'm going to have you say this, y'all. I've got the victory. You're living inside of me. I've got the greater one. Overcome. It's no time to turn back. No place to get slack. Pressing on, pressing on, pressing on to the high calling, pressing on, not slacking, not slacking. See, I always say it this way, the Romans were so powerful because they stuck together. That's what we need to do. See, that's what this whole town as Christians need to do is stick together. I'm going to tell you, we could destroy this whole mess and bring up the United States of America if we... But see, that's what the devil does. He separates. And too many Christians, the simple believe everything they hear. It says it right in Proverbs. I could show you, but I'm not going to. Too many people believe what they hear, but they don't read this Bible. What's Joshua 1.8 say? You'll not... You'll not... Day and night... 
observe to do what the Word of God says, and your ways will be successful and prosperous. See, Jesus, that's how he, why does it say that in Matthew 4, 4? Jesus, the devil came to him and tested him in the wilderness. And he said, it is written, devil, we don't live by bread alone, but every word proceeds out of the mouth of God. Luke 4, 4 says the same thing. I want you to take you to Isaac 61. I just say 61. I got to speak clear. This is what we should be saying, even your children. You should be saying it. Because Jesus said it in Luke 4. Uh-huh, didn't he? Yeah, he said it in Luke 4. And you know what? He got to one part and he closed the book. Why did he close the book? You know what it says in 1 Corinthians 2? The devil would not have killed Jesus if he'd have known what happened. Randy, what happens when you plant one corn of corn? We demonstrated it, didn't we? You get a whole ear of corn. You're, that's why it says in the Great Commission, these signs shall follow them to believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and recover. Speak in tongues, cast out devils, drink any deadly poison. It will not hurt you. That's what we're supposed to what is What is John 14, 12? Say, what's John 14, 12 say up there? <clears throat> Put it up there, please. Hallelujah. But this is why the devil, he would not, I mean, if he wouldn't have killed Jesus because he buried him and look what came us. But we're supposed to be doing this, not playing games. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me and the works that I do, and he shall do also, what? Say that again. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that we, that he, Jesus did, Shall we do also, and greater works than these shall we do? Because they went by. We're going to do greater works than Jesus did. See, religion doesn't like to hear this. Ah, you're just a piece of dirt. You're nothing. Let me step on your toes, and you'll see how important you are. That's how important. That's why the, the devil is cutting arms, arms, legs, and everything from the body of Christ. We, can't, we're, we need it. We're an army. Like the pastor said, Ephesians chapter 6, we're the, we're the armor of God. Amen. We're the armor of God. I'm going to take you there. All of you. Not, not, well, I, got look, I got to look at your pretty face. Woo! Glory to God. Makes Jesus. Woo! A man has a wife, has a good, and he's honored to the Lord. Hallelujah. Go to Ephesians 6, please. This is what Pastor Nancy is saying right now. Their thoughts. That's why Romans 12, 2 said, Not being conformed to this world, but by the transferring and the renewing of your mind, that is which your reasonable servant. See, it, but beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of God, present your body as a living sacrifice, wholly pleasing unto him which is your reasonable servant. Romans 12, 1. But you know what it says after that? We all have a measure of faith. Yeah. I always say, you know, Lonnie is stronger than I am. How did he get that way? Or even Sonia. Oh, she. <laughs> even, how'd they get that way? They lifted weights. See? What's well, the same with the Word of God? See, what is Romans? I'm going to get you guys to know this. Romans 10, 17. What does it say? Now faith comes by hearing and hearing the newspaper? People? The Word of God. I always say it this way. 
who was Kenny, when you worked on the, the plant, well, of course, you were good always at Hormel. You, man, you picked up them jobs right and left, I tell you. But when you first start a job, you cannot do it fluently. But after a while, you can do it fluently. What's the same thing with this word? The more you get it. What's 1 Thessalonians 5.23 say? The very God of peace sanctify you holy. Pray your spirit. Your spirit wants to read the Bible, wants to come to church. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves as some do as he saw see that time coming. Read it after that, what God thinks of people that don't come to church. Ooh, my Lord God. See, what was his name? Terry Mice? What was his name? Terry Mice. Yeah, Terry Mice. We, we were here. Some of you weren't here. What happened? No, God told Noah, go build the ark. Here they are working 100, 100 years it took, and they were warning people. There's a flood coming. Jesus is coming soon, too. That's why it says in Matthew 25, the ten virgins, five were foolish and five were not. We're building our, arm, our, our oil when you come to church, when you read the Bible, when you, yeah. but see, when you don't come to church, see, this person, you know, well, Jesus, we knew Jesus. Well, let's go to church. Let's hear that word. Let's be, let's. The other ones are floundering. They're not going to church. They don't read the Bible no more. It says right in Thessalonians, many fall away in the last days. And it's the truth. I can see it. But see, blessed are those that haven't seen and still believe. The ones that are here are going to get really blessed. Because what does it say in 2 Chronicles 16, 9? He goes to and fro. They out there to find himself strong and pure towards his word. Yeah. Are we pure to his word? Are we really expecting his word? Are we honored? I'll tell you what, you wouldn't be laughing and junking around if Jesus was up here. You'd have your nose in the carpet, baby. Well, I'm given the word. It's not me. It's not me. God sees you when you're not referenced. I'll tell you that right now. Amen. I'll tell you, in school you didn't mess around. This is for God, you guys. And you're laughing about and goofing around with God? Oh, my gosh, I'll tell you what. See, it says in 2 Corinthians 5.10, we're going to be judged for everything we do, good or bad, in our lives. God sees what you're doing on this earth. He's walking through these aisles right now, watching you right now. See, why is it saying Matthew 18, uh, verse uh, uh, 20, two of us agree and touch and he's in our midst. Whenever there's two together preaching the word or saying the word, he is in our midst. What's 1 John 4, 4 say? Greater is he within us than he that is in the world. See, when we laugh and when goof around, it stops the anointing in here. I'll tell you that right now. It really does. I mean, I would learn in the service, baby, when you said attention, you stood at attention. You didn't move. That's why a lot of these kids need to go to now anymore. I don't know if I want to go or not, though. Oh, my gosh. There's no respect there at all. They're just not. No respect for policemen, for firemen, for people. That's the big one, being respectful to people. We are the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the head telling us what to do. But why are we not doing it? You know what it says in Proverbs 17, 11? Because you're not obeying the word, a cruel messenger is going to be brought against you. God don't want to. 
but you have pulled away from, why does it say in Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves as some do, is exalt, see that time come. We want the yokes to be taken off of people's shoulders. There's the devil out there. What does 2 Corinthians 4, 4 say? The God of this world has eyes and minds blinded. I see it a lot of Christians too. Yeah. I see it in a lot of Christians too. It's sad, it really is. I mean, when her and I got born again, that was it. We dropped everything. We didn't go, you know, all of our cars right now are for ministry. We don't go nowhere other than ministry in our cars. Every, almost every one of our cars. Yeah. It was Tulsa, it was Branson, it was Kansas, um, Wichita. We would only go hear the word. And I'll tell you, the camp meeting, oh my gosh. I'm so thank God that I got to be under Brother, Copeland, Brother Hagen's teachings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you know what I'm talking about, Pastor Nancy. She's right with the same way. And all those people there in, in Marietta. These people are learning something. They should be learning here, but they'll really learn there. And if they don't, Luis can verify that one. So can Lonnie and Sonia, too. You buckle down. Amen. Pastor Nancy don't put up with nothing. No way. No goofing around. She'll, she'll have the ushers, ushers escort you out. Yeah. Remember what we said Sunday? We were talking about there at the camp meeting. We had somebody here from Fremont. I wanted to hide in a hole. My gosh. See, Fred Price got up there, and Jack, Pastor Jack and I hadn't seen anything like because that was the first time in 1988 when we went there. And so we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, Fred Price got up there preaching about faith, and this guy with a black satchel got up and there and said, You're crazy, Fred Price! Fred Price said, Just pray. And I'll tell you what, them ushers had him buckled up right there. I'll tell you, they didn't put up with it all. They knew what to do. They knew what to do. That's why the ushers in here the same way. See, I tell you what, when we were in Kenny Schroeder's church, we stood around watching people. We didn't sit down by our wives. Uh-uh. We watched. We watched. See, there's, that's why Kenny Schroeder was up there in the altar. See, when you're goofing around, and, and all of a sudden somebody comes there with a gun and points it at the pastor, what are you going to do? We saw I, I, His name was Tiny, John. Kenny Schroeder's dad, and he wasn't tiny either. <laughs> you saw him. He was big, man. And I'll tell you, I, some, they stood up, and I, and I was back here. And I, I didn't see it all of a sudden, but boy, pretty soon the gun was gone. <laughs> but see, what are we going to do? That's why the ushers are got to be ready, ready for anything that comes in here. Because the devil hates the word, and he's trying to drub it out in this church. Yeah. But you know what? What is your favorite scripture you say? The gates of hell shall not prevail. Amen. 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 Okay, I, don't, I have the mind of Christ. See, don't say, well, I keep forgetting. I just don't know if I can't re-understand. I keep losing things. Say you have the mind of Christ. First Corinthians 2.16. Proverbs 7.10 says, uh, it says you, your, mind, your, your memory is blessed. Excuse me, 10.7. And then here's the big one, Psalm 71.1. In thee, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Amen. Yeah. Amen. When you don't, have, you don't have this word, you're confused. Yeah. Right. You don't know what's going on. 
See, we, why does this protect your spirit for out of flows issues of life? We've got to protect our spirits. Amen. That's our life right here. Remember I said last Wednesday, John 14, 27, Jesus said, it said the spirit of God, oh, let's go there. I was, I'll go first there. Let's go there, John. In the, in John. It's better in the Amplified, too. John 14, 26. See, I, I'm serious when I get up here. I don't, I, you know, because I want help people to, to get out of the, the devil off their tail. Yes. Amen. See, Pastor Jack and I were got a, but born again, and we've never had a wreck. Never. Because we followed what God's... Why does it say in Job 36 and 11, those that obey and serve me have their days in prosperity and years in pleasure. When you obey him, you're going to have pleasure. You might have money. You know what, pa what Pastor Nancy said? What, what, what does it say in Galatians 6, 7? What you sow, you're going to reap. That's a big one. Uh -huh. Pastor Nancy said, something you've done and you didn't repent for it, make me one year, maybe two years, five years, but it's going to come back. What you do in your life. That's the way we need to respect him. You know what? Amen. Billy Brim said, there was 3,000 people there. And they were, and Billy Brim told the Lord, he said, Lord, look at how respectful. He said, wait. I want to show you something. Yeah. A light came down on three people out of 3,000. That's the only ones. What did pastor say Sunday about the poll? You remember? Keep your eye on that pole. Because there's so many things are, are going on. See, why is it saying Isaiah 60, Arise, shine, the light has come, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Gross darkness is covering the earth, and you know it is. Oh, my gosh. That's why we want to be under the covering. We want to be under the covering of the protection. See, that's why you need to start saying Psalms 91 all the time. I can quote all them. She said Psalms 112. I can say it quote in the King James. I know Psalms 23. But see, what does it say in James 122? Not only hear the word, but a doer of the word. What did Moses do? It's right there in, in Exodus. We're not going to go there. But the Red Sea, I said it last Wednesday, the Red Sea was here, and here comes the Egyptians. What are we going to do? They were screaming hollering. I don't know if they were because it said in Sessler, you know, because they, I don't know, you know. It's just like they said, well, I tell you what, this guy was all sick and he didn't. It says right in Psalms, it said they came out with no, no sickness, right. no disease, had prosperity. See, when you seek the Lord, you're not going to have any wants. You're not going to have any wants. What does it say in 23? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water, restores my soul. What is the soul? Uh -huh. Again, 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Your spirit, very God of peace, sanctify you holy. Pray your spirit, soul, and body preserve. Blame is a coming. Your spirit wants to do everything the word of God says. Nah. But see, what, again, what does Romans 12.2 say? Not being conformed to this world. Oh, my gosh. You know what it says, actually, in, in, in James 4.4? 4? If you're a friend of the world, you're an enemy to God. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't want any part of this world. I'm here, just like I was there at 
they'll go to Troy's for my back. My back's healed and strong in the name of Jesus, but there was this woman standing there. She was a real pretty face on her, you know, and I thought I like to talk to people when they got a pretty face and go up there and talk to them, nice, friendly. You know, I said, um, do you go to... Uh, Now I did it again. <clears throat> Anyhow. <laughs> See, what time is it? No. <laughs> oh, glory. But anyhow. Anyhow! <clears throat> I went up to her and I said, what church do you go? She said, well, we go to Grace. I said, well, that's great. My goodness gracious. I said, um, I said, she said, well, I've been married before and he died. And now I have a, this husband, which is good. And I said, well, that's great. I said, okay, now this is something you guys can use too. Would your husband break your son's or Mark break one of your arm? No. Then why would God put sickness and cancer on people? See, it makes her think about something there. They don't get this teaching like the Word of God. Because they say that the devil's, God is the one that's putting sickness and disease on us. But see, you know what 1 John 3, 8 says? We just sing this song, Sherry, you know. For this purpose of the Son was God to manifest to destroy the works of the evil one. That's what De John did, but that's what we're supposed to do. And, and Debbie knows that scripture, James 4, 7. Say it, Deb. Through his word. See, he hates this word. That's why we're called living word in this church. See, Dr. Frayne says, you won't close these doors. That's why we want people to get this word in them. Amen. We won't close these doors night and day after a while because, again, I'll say Amos 8.11, in the last days there will not be a lack of water or bread, but the preaching of the gospel. How many churches are preaching the gospel? Spittle. That's his spittle. <laughs> yeah. But... What, and that's why John 8, 31, 32 says, if you continue my word, you're my disciple indeed, and the, your disciple. What is a disciple? Discipline. Ooh, yeah, discipline, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disciple, and you, you know. And then Acts 7, 15, 7 says, if you abide in him and his words abide in you, Ask what you will. But I'll say him, Terry Mice. What's his last name? Terry Mice, Jackie. I'll get back to this. I've got the mind of Christ. What, Terry Mice. Anyhow, they shot at him, remember? And it didn't kill him. And he said, the Lord said, uh, what was happening below the, the ark? See, you're on the ark. What was happening below the ark? Turmoil. What was Noah doing? He was warning people, wasn't he? A hundred years. Lot did the same thing. And oh, it just about made me almost cry when I heard him say this, but it's what's common too. See, had never rained ever. It all came up from the bottom and, you know, just engulfed. But see, all of a sudden, the water starts to rise and they rip their fingernails out to try and get back in it, but it was too late. 
Don't wait, church. Don't wait. Because he's coming. That's why God had to bring the flood, because the devil was taking over the world. What's happening right now? He's trying to. He won't, but he's pulling his punches. We better be ready, because it's getting serious out there. You don't want to miss. It's along with the talents, too. One gave ten, the other five. The other one buried their talent. How many are burying their talents? They don't come to church no more. They don't read the Bible. Keith Moore said there's millions of Christians out there that are doing this. I mean, all you have to do is, is come to church and you can see people bicycling, you know, and, and, and playing sports and everything, you know. They don't realize. See, first of all, it's going to be earthquakes. Like I said, how, it's not too hot today. But when you don't have any heat, you have no water. It's all going to be blood. That's what's coming. That's what's coming. Hailstones are going to be 110 pounds apiece. It's right in the Bible. I can show it to you. The locusts are going to sting for five months. You're not going to be able to die. They'll just continue to sting you and sting you and sting you. And you won't be able to go nowhere. You can't commit suicide. That's what's coming. It's right in here. I can show it to you. I love to show revelations in this church. Hilton said, said we need to show revelations. It gives some people the idea what's coming. But why is it? Because they, weren't, they, they didn't keep their word. They were rebellious. They didn't come to church no more. They didn't read the Bible no more. They didn't walk in love. They didn't keep their word. See, it says right in Corinthians that a, a, a faithful steward, a steward should be faithful. I mean, you were faithful at a job. I mean, if, if we were handed out $100 bills, how many would come in this church? But see, when you come now, and you haven't seen it yet. Bless those who haven't seen and still believe. That's the key. See, what did Didymus Thomas say? I must feel the hole in your hands or in your side or I will not believe. How many Christians are like that? They have to see it, but you haven't seen it yet. You're here. You're here with a pretty smile on your faces. Yeah. That's the ones that's going to be blessed. Again, I've read that one in Job 27. I read it Wednesday. They're going to wake up one morning. Bill Gates, all of these, it's going to be all gone. Because the money belongs to God. But who are their children? We are. That's who's going to get it, the children. Because he wants to bless us over and over. Why is it saved? You need to know this scripture. Psalms 35, 27. Let us shout for joy and be glad that favor a righteous God. Put it up there. Psalms 30, 35, 27. See, a lot of people, well, pastors supposed to be jerk. We're not supposed to have money. Well, then what's this one say? What's this say right here? Let them shout. Come on, read it with me. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continuously, let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his... I always say saints because we're not servants anymore. I don't say, I say saints. We're not, we're, not, we're not slaves no more. We've been set free by the word of God. He's our father. Jesus is our brother. He set us free by the blood. That's why he came here. Everybody was in captivity before, you know, in the Old Testament. They were in captivity. 
But when Jesus came, the veil was torn from top to bottom, and he came and entered inside of us. Amen. Greater is he within us than he that is in the world. Amen. Now, we are the body of Christ. But see, why does it say, it says in Hebrews 4, 16, come boldly before the throne of grace in mercy and time. I'll tell you, when you stay away from church, you, get, you hear voices. Well, I tell you what, that Debbie, I tell you, she wouldn't smile at me. You know? What's the truth? Because the devil will work that one over on you. That's why I've got to come to church and see your beautiful faces, I'll tell you that. Because, oh, I, the what's going to come to the body of Christ that's so faithful? Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so good. You know, Keith Moore, it was so cute. I brought this one before, but it was so cute. You know, so many people come boldly before the throne of grace and mercy time and deep. When you have children, your, your children, you know, and it's Christmas time, and there's boxes of toys and everything wrapped up, and all of a sudden, look at you guys, there's presents. Do they go, oh, no, I'm not worth You want to bet before you get that out of your mouth, they rip them, pack it. That's the way we need to be with the Word of God. Right. Hungry for the Word of God. Hungry for the Word of God. Excited about the Word of God. See, the one from Florida, Pastor, what was his name? John? Yeah. He said, people, when they're going to be prayed for, they go up here, mm, 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 mm. No, run up there because you know when hands are laid off, you're going to be healed. Amen. You're going to get rid of that bondage that the devil put on you. Do you really believe it when hands are laid on you? I'm telling you what, God sees that when you guys are loping and boping. That's King James for you know, laziness or whatever. <laughs> Got to get a little laugh out of you guys. <sighs> Praise the Lord. Okay, I was going to go to Ephesians chapter 6. In the King James... Hallelujah! Makes Jesus glad and the devil sad. Go to verse 10. Hallelujah. See, this is what Pastor Nancy is saying right here. Finally, my brethren, sisters, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. When you renew your mind... You're an overcomer. You're victorious. You need to know where these scriptures, I can give them to you. You need to be triumphed. Blessed going in and blessed going out, head and not tail, above and not beneath, going over and not under. See, I say this every morning. I don't come there, well, I tell you what, you know. No. I give something the Holy Spirit to work with. Blessed going in, blessed going out. Greater is he in than he that's in the world. Devil hates that one. If you want to make somebody feel good, call them up on the phone and say, did you know greater is he within me than he in the world? Yeah. What? Amen. They'll think about that and say, greater is he within me than he yeah. that is in the world? Amen. No, he's not your father no more. See, that's, that's why John 8, John, uh, 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 oh, well, it doesn't matter. Jesus called him a father of lies. John, John 8, 44. Jesus called him a father of lies. He's not your father no more. Amen. You have God as your father. Amen. Praise God. 
And Jesus is your brother. That's why he sent, see, Jesus was here 33 years. And again, so many Christians don't realize this, but the last three years is when he performed miracles. Why does it say in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power doing good, healing all the repressed of God? Good for you. Good for you, Ashley. Good. The devil's our problem, not people. No, I, it wasn't from, I don't say it was from the Lord, but it does make sense. When you're a little baby, did you come out of the womb swearing, cussing, and lying? No. Uh-uh. It's the people were around. Yeah. Hitler was a baby at one time. Mussolini was a baby at time. Because all those were babies. But see, it's the people, like or even Washington. They were babies at one time, but the influence of somebody else. It's like the little girl with the white dress again. When you have a white dress, you fall in that black mud puddle. Do you come out and the, white, the mud puddle is white? No, it's black just like you. See, the people you're around, that's why I say I'm very particular who I'm around very long. I really am. Because I want to hear only what the word, just like splash point. I don't listen to it. I will not listen to it. Because they're telling us we're going down. I don't need to hear that. I, I only, I've got about 14 pages that I read every day against what's going on, and I believe what I'm reading. I don't need to hear the bad news. I don't listen to it anymore. Now, Hank Kuhneman, he tries to straighten them out, doesn't he, Ron? Yeah. He don't put up with it either because he hears from the Spirit of God. He's not just off his head. He hears from the Spirit of God what God has told him and everything he has heard. Now, who's the other one you were saying that died? What was his name, honey? That died, the prophet? And has, has uh, said... Oh, you mean, uh, yeah, from Canada. He died. Yeah, he died in 2017. 2017. Right. And everything that he has said has come through. Just like, like, like betcha. And it's not going to be much longer either. But see, we've got to pray for him. I mean, this thing that happened there, all this. See, I'm saying, and you know, and one, Isaiah 60 says they're going to get, 61 said they're going to get double back for their shame. Now, you can choose that for you guys, too, because I know you've lost things, too. Your car, woman, your car. Call it back. And also, uh, Mark, uh, uh, what's the pillow man's name? Mark, uh, Mike Lindell took him off of Walmart. And what I'm prophesying, Job 22, 28, that he's going to have to build a bigger building. He's going to have to hire more people because that man is going to every... Oh, my goodness, that guy. And he's been not born again that long either. Oh, my goodness. Oh. But he's out there and he's kicking butt. Excuse my... B-U-T-T. But see, we need to do the same thing. See, where one will put 1,000 a flight, two will put 10,000 a flight. When you start saying things against, you can say to that mountain, be thou removed and cast it if you don't doubt in your heart. Believe those things what you say shall come to pass. You'll surely have whatever you say. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whence everything you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. Again, Isaiah 55, 11, the word of God out of your mouth shall not return void. It's going to happen. 
I always say it when, okay, we don't have anybody that's pregnant here, any girls or anything. But when Christine was pregnant, you couldn't see it. She got, she conceived, but it was just, you couldn't see it. But all of a sudden, it started to come out, pretty soon coming out. And then see, they started painting the walls and getting the nursery. We should be ready for Jesus to come. Because what did, what did John the Baptist do? He prepared the way for Jesus. And that's what we're doing right now. What we're doing right now. We're preparing the way for Jesus. Not messing around. There's a big job to do, church. There's so many people out there hurting out there. And we've got to be ready to re help them. We've got to be ready to help them with answers. Because if you don't have the answers in this Bible, you're not going to be able to help them. Right, right. Yeah, We've got such a big job, church. Amen. But that's why, see, why does it say in Luke 10, Martha and Mary's? Martha was on compass about feeding the people and everything, 50 people, and Mary sat, at, kneeled at the feet of Jesus. And she, Martha went up to Jesus and said, Jesus, don't you care that Mar Mar Mary has brought the best thing she sat before the word that's what you're doing right now yeah. you're hearing the word of God I pray to God it's, it's coming into you it's getting into you Amen. that you're going to use Amen. it for the destruction of the devil because yes. yes. it says right in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 what you have because you slip I remember Jeff Tadlock said it he said we leak remember that yeah we leak because you're hearing so many things. You're encompassed about everything else other than the Word of God. Again, if you're out in a pasture someplace and you've got a rip nay in something like, what's going to come out of your mouth? See, that little girl back there, her house was going to catch on fire. That's why you need to have pastors that's going to be able to agree with you. Because she called us up and she was crying. She said, our house is going to burned down. Well, the fire, it was dry, and it was coming right towards the house. And Pastor Jack and I said, let's go against that right now. Amen. Pretty soon, the wind started blowing it the other way. We have power, kiddos. We have power. And it's not us. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. It's not us, but he gave us the word to hold ground. I've said this before, when, when Korea, when North Korea was taking over South Korea and you know, trying to take other land, South Korea started getting pushed back. We went in there with our soldiers and pushed them back. But what happened after we got out of there? Came right back over again. See, the devil, see, God has given us everything. Everything in that word, if you'll know it. But the devil's trying to take it away from us. And too many Christians are falling for his lies. First Peter 5.70 goes around as a roaring lion to seek in whom he devours. Excuse me, that's 5.8. 5, 5.7 5, says, casting all of your cares upon him, for he careth for you. A lot of people say, well, take care. Uh-uh. I'm not going to take care because he got bigger shoulders than I do. I don't say nothing because they say it. They don't know, you know. They take care. Sounds good, but I'm not going to take care of it. He's got bigger shoulders than I have, Mary. Yeah, he's my father. I'm giving him the word of God so he can work on that, the Holy Spirit. You know, that's why he's inside of us. But I will get back to Ephesians chapter 6. Okay, 10. And we'll get out of here quickly. Well, praise the Lord. 
Anyhow, it says, Finding my brethren, verse 10, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, not half of it, not three quarters, but the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. Remember when, when uh, uh, the prophet uh, Randy Greer came here? He has, you're able. He underlined all of them. You're able. You're able. Through the word of God. You're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. The devil doesn't like to hear. He likes to hear these people say, well, we're going under. I'll tell you, things are getting rough out there. Yeah, they are. But they can't affect you. If you'll say the word, more than triumph to Christ Jesus. I'm going to say it. 2 Corinthians 2.14, that's where that's at. 1 Corinthians 5.8 says that we're, more than, we're victorious in Christ Jesus. Deuteronomy 28, 13 says we're blessed going in and blessed going out, head and not to tail, above and not beneath, going over and not under. See, the Spirit of God wants to hear that. And then He can work with you. I was going to show you that. But here, let's go here. Anyhow, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and dark places in, in spiritual wickedness, high places. It's not people, church. What does Genesis 1.26 say? Let us make man in our image, the Father, Son. Everybody was made in God's image. But again, like I said, it says right there in, in Corinthians, evil communication precedes bad manners, you know. When you're around wrong people, that can get off on you. Why, I tell you, you say you're healed. You're not healed. Well, come on, I can see you're not healed. We walk by faith and not by sight. Right. We're not Denimus Thomases. That's how simple it is. Yep. We're not Denimus Thomases. We believe the word of God. Yep. Amen. He sent his word and healed you. Right. Though he bore our sins, his own body on a tree, that we being dead to sin, to live unto righteousness by his stripes, we were healed 2,000 years ago. But what's going to... See, why is it saying Matthew 12, 1234, out of the bunch of heart the mouth speaks? Yeah. Schmidt, okay. Wherein take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Now this is verse 13, 14. Stand there having your loins girded about with truth. What is the truth? Having the breastplate of righteousness. Where's the scripture says we're righteous? Do we know? Mm -hmm. Do we really know? 2 Corinthians 5.21. He became sin for us who knew no sin that we become the righteous of the Lord. And see, when she said Psalms 112, times righteous. We had somebody that was in the park over here. I ain't going to tell you what church it was, none of my business. And he said, he stood and people believed him. We're not righteous, we're filthy of rags. No, we're not. We're righteous, right standing with God. But you've got to know this, church. You've got to know this. We're righteous. We're right standing with God. If you're not righteous, you're not even born again. You're not. Yeah, you're not even born again if you're not righteous. And it's in Romans talks about being righteous. It's all through the Bible. But see... People, what does 2 Timothy 2.15 say? Study to show yourself approved of God, rightly dividing the word of truth. You've got to know what the word of God says. Because mm -hmm. there's so many, why does it say there's many winds of doctrines? The fivefold, how many churches are fivefold ministry? For the perfecting of the saints. 
prophet, apostle, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. And God brought them here. It says it right in Ephesians chapter 4. He brought them down. That's why she's the pastor of this church. See, why is it saying in, 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 in Hebrews 13, 7, obey them that have the rule over you? Because if it doesn't... See, we stand in the gap for you guys. We pray for you every day. Every day. Every day. I pray for your bones. I pray for your heart. I pray for your immune system. I pray for President Donald Trump, First Lady Millennia, two daughters, two sons, dissension, like I said before, Palin is the governor. I pray for Sarah Palin. She needs to be prayed for in Alaska. We can pray for these people. Because, see, we can, we can prophesy. Job 22, 28. You prophesy, decree, and declare, and establish it. The light of God's favor will shine upon your ways. You are prophesying their life. Look at your life, and you can see what's been coming out of your mouth. But look at it says here, verse 14. Stand there, having your loins girt about with truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness. What is a belt in the, in the army? And it carries the knife and the grenades and all that stuff. What if they didn't have a belt? You know what Copeland said? It's like a, a, a person that's naked, N-A-K-E-D, and has a helmet and runs through a sticker patch and the devil's got you. Because you don't have any armor. You don't have no armor. You don't have any armor. You don't know who the right, what, if you're righteous. Yeah. And here's the big one here, y'all, right here. This one just, you know. See, that's why it says, study, show yourself to prove, rightly dividing the word of truth. And it says right here, uh, verse 14 again, and therefore standing have, Luis knows what a belt, I had a duty belt too, Luis, when I was in the Navy, but you carried, yeah, weapons on yours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Ronnie, I told Ron, he didn't said he didn't have, I don't know if he did or not, but it's a duty belt, they call it. <clears throat> Anyhow, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith. What does Hebrews 11.6 say? You should know these scriptures. What, what does it say, Lonnie? It's impossibly God without faith. Believing he is a reward of those that diligently seek him. We have to have the faith. Calling those things be not. What did Abraham say? He's fully persuaded. Right, yeah. hundred years old, she was 92. Yeah. God said, you're going to have a baby. Yeah. He believed it. Amen. That's why he is righteous. But he was fully persuaded. Are we fully persuaded when the devil brings something against us? Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. And take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That's Hebrews 4.12. That's what we got. This, that was our uh, scripture we had for this church. Okay, I can quote it. But we, anyhow, here's the big one. Praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereon with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. When I pray in tongues, I'm praying for you out there on the road. See, that's why it says in Proverbs 22, 7, 27, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inner parts of the belly. He knows Pam and Randy are out there on that road. Now, I put a covering over them. You guys, too, if you don't laugh. 
You guys, all those around the road, Debbie, you, all of you that are out on the road, I pray for every one of you. I pray for every one of you out there. Of course, Pastor Jackie and me. John, Lonnie's out there. We really need to pray for Lonnie because he's out there and it's no joke, I'll tell you what he has to go through. You know, one time he was telling Pastor Jack and I, and he said, you know, he was driving on the road, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God, see, protect your spirit, for out of it flows the issues of life. And he thought, oh my gosh, I've got to go to um, that park out there by Dodge. What is it? Uh, Dead Timber. Dead Timber. He drove out there, and there was drugs dealing going on. He heard from the Spirit of God. I'm going to tell you one thing, you guys. If you'll protect your spirit, the Spirit of God say, don't go that way. You go this way, because there's going to something happen here. That's why you've got to protect your spirit. Because if you don't, that's why it says that in Proverbs 14, 15, 4, wholesome tongues, a tree of life, a perverseness there is the breach in the spirit. You are paralyzing your spirit when you don't obey. Again, it says right in, in, in... First Samuel 15, 23, rebellion is as of witchcraft. When you don't obey this word, you're rebellious. And it says that again. Proverbs 17, 14, a cruel messenger is going to be brought against you. Like I said, her and I have been 17, 1975. We used to drive to Omaha. Oh, my gosh. Kenny Schroeder's church. We'd come back. Then at night, we'd go to the prison on Sunday. On Wednesday, we had a satellite dish there. We were there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Don't tell me you're tired. Don't even tell me that. I don't want to hear that. Come on. I mean, her and I, we lived in Omaha because there was nothing here in Fremont. Don't say you're tired. I'm just famished. You know, I'm, don't say that because your body is going to start to digress. It will. It will. You know what it says in, 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 in Luke 6, 62? You put your hand to the plow and you look back and you're not my disciple. Yeah. Think about that. If you look back, what, like I said, what did pastor preach about Sunday? The pole. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to bring it up and up and up and up. You've got to continue to look. What does it say? It says in Matthew 14, Jesus was up praying in the mountains. And he came down, and apostles, disciples were in the boat. And Jesus came walking on the water faster than they were. <laughs> of course, in the spirit, you can go faster. I'll tell you what, we're going to be flying high if this, if this is going. But anyhow, they said, oh, it's a ghost. It's kind of high-pitched, you know. Anyhow, Jesus said, fear not, it's me, you know. And Peter says, bid me to come out on the water. She said, come. He started walking, didn't he? Yeah. And all of a sudden, he started looking over here yeah. and looking over here, and he started to sink. That's what's wrong with a lot of Christians. They're looking around. They're not paying attention. What the word? Why is it saying in Psalms 105 verse? For, Hartman, come on. Well, the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. Psalms 119, verse 105. The word is a lamp unto our feet. Because when you say the word, there's a light here, there's a light here, there's a light here. But when you don't have the word of God, you're going to go in the darkness. You're going to fall in a ditch. That's what the devil works on. He's just waiting for you to do just one little mistake. You know, I heard this too, also teaching. 
You can stand on the Word of God in the morning, and boy, you've got the victory, but you slip one time, and you've erased every bit of it. You've erased every bit of it. One time, you've erased every, you've just, everything's, yeah. That's what the devil works on. Again, all you have to do is look at the Roman army. <laughs> oh my gosh, they were invincible. And that's the way we should be, invincible. Because we have the Word of God. We have the Word of God. But we're, are we using it? You know what it says again? I'll say it, I'll repeat the rest of it. Hosea 4, 6, My children are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I'll re reject you as priest and forget your children. See, that's why it even says in, in, in the Proverbs uh, 20, verse 7, a just man has integrity and his children are blessed to have it. You don't care about your kids, evidently, if you don't come to church. No, uh-uh, no. Why, again, John 14, 15, if you love him, he'll obey his word. Yeah. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves, as some do, as he exalts it. See, Jesus, see, why does it say in, the, in Luke 14, Jesus invited him to the supper? And so they heard it. People are hearing it. They're hearing it. They're hearing it. So Jesus said, go in the highways and the byways and the hedges and bring them. Bring them into the supper. Well, the supper is up in heaven. Mark Barkley taught this one. How many excuses did we have in school? <laughs> you didn't get by with making excuses to miss school, did you? Uh-uh. How about for church? How about God? Yeah. But I have, I have this work to do. Would you please excuse me? I have a wife. Bring her to church. I have a wife and I must still take care of her. Three excuses and God was very wrath about it. He said, now go in the highways, the byways and hedges and compel them to come in. He said, the ones that were bid are going to be weeping. They're not going to get involved in the supper. Supper's up in heaven. You won't make it. Too many Christians think they're going to make it. No, no. Nope. They're not going to make it. I can show you a scripture upon a scripture. You can, it says right here, you can lose your name on the Lamb Book of Life. It's right here in Psalms. I know a lot of churches say, once saved, always saved. Well, I'm going to tell you what, there's no sin up in heaven. That's why we're trying to get rid of the sin in our lives here, because he's only coming down halfway. Why is it saying 1 John 3, 3, purify yourself as he is pure? Amen. Now, pastor brought it up about, you know, but we with unveiled face, beholding as in a... This is a mirror, church. Behold in a mirror. Being transferred into his image from glory to glory. That's where the glory is going to come. See, when that revival... We're, we're praying for the revival and it's in his. It's not come down, it's going to be in here, right here. What are you doing with that revival? Are you letting the Spirit of God work you out? Get some of the stuff out? Again... Uh, what does it say in 1 Peter 1.16? Be holy as... See, we say, oh God, be holy. Well, you know what it says? Be holy as I am holy. Right. Right. Again, I'll say this last one. 2 Timothy 1.9. I said it last Wednesday. I'm going to bring it up again. And it's even in Ephesians 1.4. But what does that say? 
2 Timothy 1.9. Who has saved us? Who saved us? Didn't he? Yeah. And called us within an holy calling. A what? A holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purposes and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world, before the world began. Before the world began. But see, we're to walk holy. A lot of, a lot of church say, ah, you can't be holy. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. If you get ready. You know what it says actually in, in, in Romans 14, 23? Without faith is sin. Yeah. Without faith is sin. So if you don't believe, again, pastor brought it up Sunday. It says in Hebrews 10, 35, 34, cast not away your confidence or recompense or reward in due seed, and you'll reap if you faint not. See, that's why it even says in Galatians 6, 7, you weary and well-doing, if you, if, you, if, you, if you don't cast, your, you'll, you'll reap. Yeah. Be weary and well-doing, you'll, you'll, you'll reap. Yeah. But that's what the devil works on. He works on you to get you all. See, why does it say in Matthew 7, are you on the sand or are you on the rock? The ones that were on the sand didn't make it. I mean, it's sad. You heard all these pastors there, and Gene, which is Flashpoint, said they had beautiful churches, but all of a sudden this COVID came, and people started, they wouldn't let it go back to church. We never closed our church down in the name of, we never closed our church down through the whole thing. Never did. What does it say in 2 Timothy 1.7? God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of a power and a love and a sound mind. That's what the devil works on. That's why, again, it says, not be conformed to this world, but by transferring the renewing of your mind. I'm an overcomer. I'm triumphant in Christ Jesus. I'm victorious in Christ Jesus. <gasps> Bless going in. Bless. In him we live and move. We need to know that one. Acts 17, 28. In him we live and move and have our being. We live inside. Think about this, church. If you'll read the Old Testament, that temple had to be perfectly built. Perfectly. Not one flaw. That's the way we've got to be. That's the way we have to be. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to show you one more scripture. In the, in the, I'll put it up here. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. <clears throat> this is a big one right here, church. In the Amplified. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands. Okay. If anyone does hurt to God's temple and corrupts it with false doctrines... Or, destroy, or destroys it, God will do hurt to him and bring him to the corruption of death and destroy him. I didn't say that. It's in the Bible. Right there. Right there. For the temple of God is holy, sacred to him, and that temple you are believing the church is individual believers are. I didn't say that. God said it. That's why, again, first... first uh, yeah, uh, 1 John 3, 3, purify yourself as he is pure. Yeah. 
but we with unveiled face. Behold, this is the mirror. When you read, that says it right in James. That's why Peter started to sink. He took his eyes off the mirror. And that's what we're doing too. Yeah. That's what we're doing too. I mean, it's like we throw. I don't care about that word. There's nothing in my life. How many Christians are doing that? I'm going to say one more thing. No, quit. I promise I will. Luke 5. Disciples went fishing. And they were fishermen all their life. Who was Jesus? He was nothing. See, a lot of churches don't believe that God, Jesus was a man. That's where a lot of people make their mistake. He was just like us. He was a man. That's why he could do miracles. As soon as he was crucified and went into heaven, it's up to us now. It's up to us. But Jesus came to disciples and said, uh, throw, your, throw your lure out there on the side of the boat and get a catch. Well, they were washing their N-E-T-S's. And they said, oh, Jesus, we've toiled all night and we didn't catch anything. Nevertheless, by your word, we will throw out our what? Net. That's why people don't come to church because they don't think they're going to get anything. They didn't believe Jesus. He said you're going to get a haul of fish with, but the, rot, the net was rotten. If your net's rotten in here, you're not going to be able to take, it's just like it says right in Hebrews, Moses wanted the Israelites to come forward and talk to God in Exodus 16, or 19. And so they got up there and they were ready. They washed their clothes. Now this is the big one here. Two days. That means the 2000, year of 2000. Jesus, the year of 2000. 2000. I mean, I could go through this whole thing. It shows when Jesus is going to come. Not exactly when he's going to come. But you're going to know because you're here. The ones that don't come to church, they're going to know. They're going to know. See, you're here. Why does it say Enoch pleased God? Because he obeyed what God said to do. And he was ready to go. That's why God took him up. And that's what's going to happen to us. But anyhow, they put out their rotten nets because they didn't think they are going to get a haul. It's like people, I, I, I'm not saying from, it just makes sense to me, you know. They don't come to church because they don't think, what does this say? Cease not to give thanks, make and mention in our prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened, know what the hope of his calling, what is exceeding great in his power to us that believe, according to the work of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above all principalities and powers and might, dominion, every name that is named, not only this word, but also which is to come, and put everything under his feet, which he is the head and we're the body, which fills all in all. He's the head and it fills all in all because he gave it to us. But he's trying to tell you through this word, if you will read it. Yeah. I mean, I can quote all those, but see, you've got to know what you're saying. You've got to know what you're saying. It's not a bunch of plunk, plunk, plunk. No. Bow our knees. I can quote all those. I can quote them all. But I know what they say. 
Because I'm not only hear the word, but a doer of the word. You meditate on it. That's why Lonnie, when Lonnie and Sonia would go to Lonnie's bedroom in, in Psalms 19:14, let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in my sight, O Lord, the Redeemer. Lonnie would say that before he would go wrestle. What are you meditating on? That's what the devil works on to get you to think about other things. But you've got to center that pole, that pole. When kids are doing something over here, over here, over here. No, I know what the Word of God says. Do you know what? Jesus couldn't even be around his mothers and brothers and sisters. They thought he was crazy. Guess what? They think we're crazy too. I don't care. <laughs> you know what it says in 2 Timothy 3, 12? If you're godly, you're going to be persecuted. I don't care. I do not Amen. care. I do not care because I know what he did for me. I was a mess. But you know what 2, Timothy 5, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says? Anybody's in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away and everything becomes new. He did it all, church, for us. He gave us everything. He gave it all to us. Yeah. Well, I'm finished. Praise God. Glory to God. But see, I tell you what, if you don't respect this thing, the devil's got to look on you, and he says, ah, I can take them out anytime I want to. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you don't think this is important in your life, he's got you. He's got you. Yeah. I mean, you can laugh all you want at me. It's the word of God I give. It says right in here. If it, it, Jesus gave the word, and he is the word, and that's what I give. I, only, I don't give problems. I don't give anything else. I give the word. Amen. I give the word. I give the word. Why would you guard the word? Why? Are you, like Brother Haggis, born again? Are you? If you disregard this word? You know what it says in 1, 1 Peter 5, 7? If you disregard the pastor, you're going to lose your covering. If you resist her and her teaching, I teach it too, you're going you're to lose your covering. Amen. That's why people have had accidents. They've had things go down them because they don't respect the word of God. Praise God. I'll tell you what. We've had people in here before, and the anointing drubbed them out of here. We're going to have people in here that's going to be stalwart, that's going to want to hear this word, going to sit here and listen because when I was in service, baby, you had to attend, baby. You had to. You had to. Life or death, and that's what it is right now. Life or death, church, right now. Right now. It's up to you. Up to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, John. Yeah, praise God. We already took the offering. Bless the, bless the man. No, I'm kind. Anyhow. This word, the fruit will remain, and it's not me, it's the word of God. It's what Jesus preached, and it's what I preach. It's not me, it's the word. And I think we've proved it. Her, she's 82, and I'm 80, 80, 80 years old. I think we've proved it. And you can have the same thing. You know what it says in Acts 10, uh, 38? God's no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons. Excuse me, it's Acts 10, 34. 
He's not a respecter person. He'll do the same for you. What you give him, he's going to give back to you. See, why is it saying 2 Timothy 2.11, if you deny me, I'll deny you? I didn't, it's in there. It's in there. You deny me, I'll deny you. Praise God. You're dismissed. That's King James by being dis, dis, dismissed. <laughs> 